spiritual involution. That's our podcast. You said that pretty good. All right, we are on. We're on the uh, spiritual. The spiritual involution. Involution. So I, I think it's podcast eleven. Eleven. I need to go back and count, though. I'm not sure. How did you get Tess to say spiritual involution? I just said, can you say spiritual involution? And she was able to sort of. <laughs> she, you know, once you know what she's saying, you know it's that's what she's saying. But got it. Her voice is just so cute. Hello, everyone. Today we have a very exciting topic for. Um, well, it's exciting for Katie and I. We're talking about uh, my favorite word, yes, and Katie's um, word challenge of the week, which is? No. And <laughs> when do we say yes and when do we say no and how do we find a, a way to be peaceful with both of those? Right. Apparently different words. Very different words. And I'm drawn to yes. I say yes a lot for a variety of reasons and one of the reasons is because of you, because there's a sermon or two I think you've given on saying yes, and in fact, you have a whole story about how yes has changed your life yeah, that year that you said yes, and in fact, that's how you met Mauricio, right? Correct. And so I love yes. I, I think yes makes you grow and, and all of that. But as I've been noticing this week in particular, I think no has its place too. And it does. It's funny that you had suggested we ponder this topic and have a conversation about it. And just this week, I received an email um, from um, one of those news e-newsletter subscriptions, uh, James Clear. James Clear. James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits. I'm um, I'm on his his list, and so the email this week was about the power of saying no and how it's possible that we treat yes and no like they're equal, when in fact he says they're not equal. Hmm. And uh, do you want to just dive in? Or do you want to... Yeah, I want to hear what James Clear has to say. Well, th this is uh, paraphrased. I've just read it once, and I want to read it a, a few more times. Firstly, I, I realize that probably everything we'll talk about today will have its exact and complete opposite perspective. So I, I don't expect I'm going to leave here convinced that no is better than yes, or convinced that yes is better than no. Um, hopefully, actually, I'll leave today with some pondering. So when I'm using yes, I'm doing it on purpose. And when I'm saying no, I'm saying no on purpose. Mm -hmm. So James Clear is suggesting that whenever you say yes to something, um, what you're doing is you're immediately saying no to every other option. So when you say yes, you are now committing a block of time, even if it's for a minute or an hour or or a week's vacation, let's say. When you say yes to something, you have just said no to every other option. However, when you say to no, when you say no to something, you're just saying no to that one thing. Mm. And it still leaves a whole variety of possibilities open for you. Mm -hmm. Do you get that? Doesn't mm -hmm. that just alter everything? It does. I, I hadn't quite thought of it like that, but it, it does remind me of the quote that I posted on our Instagram. Um, I'm going to try to pull it up while you talk, uh, by Steve Jobs. Yeah. And he says, it's only by saying no that you can concentrate on the things that are really important. So for every no that I might give uh, an invitation, for every no, then I still have that amount of time in my time bank account 
that I might have been spending on whatever that thing was to which I was invited. Right. And, of course, that has an opposite effect because um, sometimes I do know some people whose automatic reaction to life is no. Hey, do you want to come? No. Do you want to join? No. Do you want to? No. Do you want to try something new? No. Do you want to try this new food? No. Do you want to go with me on vacation? No. No, I don't have time. No, I don't have the money. Um, no is an automatic. So I'm looking at this from both extremes. And I, on purpose, want to be conscious when I'm using no. Now, there's a little more research that uh, James Clear is doing that um, we're wired to want to say yes because we are clan creatures. We, we belong to a tribe and we, we want to please people or to be in favor. We want to stay in favor with people. And the truth is, when we say yes to someone, we at some time need them to say yes to us too. So uh, a very delicate thing is at play when we're invited to do something. Is, is that making sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. However, I had the experience the other day, um, I was having a conversation in the car with a friend and, and the irony is we were talking about this subject, but not directly. Anyway, um, I, I sometimes have the experience that my calendar is too full, so there's not much time for, um, for lazy, meandering, wandering kind of, uh, of experiences. My life is pretty structured and full. And so sometimes on purpose, I'd like to block some time in my day where I can just wander, where I can just sit stare at the dirt where I can, you know, just um, file my fingernails or, or um, chop some vegetables. And I could probably get pretty close to complaining about that. Now, my friend is the opposite. My friend loves to jam-pack the calendar. Loves, loves, loves. And my friend was saying to me, did you notice that although we had said yes to something and we had a plan to go to a particular movie, on our way to the movie, we received a phone call. It was an invitation to a far more interesting party and gathering, and we made ourselves available to change the plan. The point is, we said yes to the movie, but, but that didn't mean that on the other side of yes, that it wasn't possible for, for a circumstance change. So I've, I, uh, I'm, now, I'm now even less clear than I was uh, a couple days ago when you said, let's talk about yes and no. Now I'm like, hmm, hmm, hmm. So what brought this up for you? Why do you want to talk about Well, I'm yes currently looking no. at our computer and I think I'm worried about this. Uh, oh, are we <laughs> talking over something? I think we're talking over it and it will still work. Okay. You don't, I'm hoping they're not going to mesh together. I don't think that's how it'll work. But anyway, we'll see. Is it worth pausing, you think, or should I just keep going? I don't know. <laughs> Everyone listening knows that we're brand new at this. We're right? brand new at this uh, technology. I'm gonna say it's working. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so I agree with you. Saying yes to me is often a forceful thing that I do when I notice there's an inner being in me wanting to say no, either because I'm scared, being lazy or an, I'm just unsure of uh -huh. something. So, uh -huh. you know, I'm in my comfort zone at home. Somebody calls and, and says, let's do something. 
And my initial gut instinct is I just want to veg out, eat my Cheetos and watch movies or yeah. something. And 99.9% .9 of the time when I say yes and I override that lazy or, or fearful feeling of this is going to suck, yeah. it always is awesome. I, I make new connections with people. I often learn something. And, um, and so in that sense, I think yes is really important. Um, yes pushes me beyond my comfort zone and that's where I think you learn. That's where I think you grow. But I also realized this week in particular, I had a, a fight with my husband or a quarrel, I guess you could say. And he was thinking I needed to say no to some things that aren't serving me. And at first I was a little defensive because it wasn't really said in the nicest way. But beyond that, I could see he has a point. There are things that I was doing that I needed to let go of so I could make my values and my um, belief system really be what I'm saying they are, which is I want to be a present parent. I want to make my husband feel loved. I want that I want to be a version of peace and 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 harmony. And it has to start with my family. And if I'm doing something that's taking away from that, it better be serving me in a profound way. And if it's not, I need to be strong enough to say no. And where I think I was struggling with saying no is because I didn't want to let down the person I was going to say no to. I've known the person for a long time. And when you think about no, like the connotation of no in and of itself, like when you're a kid and you hear no, it always is a feeling of taking away something or rejection, right? You know, you want to go do something, your parent says no. And, and so no to me carries a negative feeling, I think. And I don't think it should carry the negative feeling. I think I should embrace it more and really understand what choices I'm making is saying yes to this, promoting the purpose that I have set forth, or is it taking away from that? And that's where I was playing with yes and no. And for me as a mom, I'm always battling between getting lost in mom land and keeping some of who I am as a person, you know, an artist or or somebody that's into something else other than being a mom. Right. And I think that play is a little bit difficult for me. Okay. With saying yes and saying no. Yes. Did that make sense? So far? Yeah. And so... So how'd you resolve it? So I said no. I said no to... I was... I, I'm a personal trainer and I was... I've been training this client for seven years. Love her to death. But it's at an unfortunate time. It, it was at eight o'clock. Eight o'clock to nine. Twice a week. And Morning so... At night. at night. Yeah. And so that really interferes with... One, we're putting the kids to bed. And usually when you put the kids to bed, after you put them to bed, that's like your alone time with your spouse. That's it. That's when you get to talk. That's when you get to maybe watch a Netflix together right. and cuddle and, and be close. And when you add that two times a week, and plus, you know, John sometimes works late. And then, you know, we have our church class on Tuesday nights. Right. All of a sudden, you realize there's really no time. Yeah. And it really wasn't about the money at this point. It was about me not wanting to let this this person that I've been training for seven years down. I didn't want to let her down, but I wasn't enjoying it anymore. I wasn't enjoying rushing, putting the kids to bed, going that late, then coming home and falling asleep, not talking to my husband. Right. 
So that's where I realized I had he was right. I, I mean, I, what, that priority is no longer serving me. It was at a time before I had kids and we had all this time, you know, it was serving me. It was something. Isn't it funny how, the, <laughs> how, the, how um, things that we do have value and then there may come a time when it no longer has value because our circumstances have altered? Yes. Yes, totally. I could see when, you're, when you are um, coupled... A little time away is actually a good thing for the relationship. Mm -hmm. And the circumstances you describe that uh, your your time economy is so tight that that one hour twice a week that's that's your your marriage could take a big hit. It does because it's mm -hmm. not only one hour; it's the one hour that you have alone. I mean, we're together, but when you're with small children, it's like, it feels like we're tagging each other in and out. Like, tag, you got this one, I got this one, taking him to baseball, you're taking her there, this yeah. and that, change the diaper, let's get them dinner. Okay, Meltdown City's over here. You you know, it's it's not like we're actually bonding as, like, adults. Yeah. <laughs> I know this will change. Everyone that's had kids that talks to me says this is a, this is a, it, this is a tough time as far as, time goes with your spouse so anyway it was a big deal for me you know I actually went out to dinner with her and I I told she's like are you dumping me <laughs> and I said yes and started crying and you cried or she cried? I cried I was just I was just way more emotional than I thought but in a way liberating as well um, was it can you tell me more about that I'm curious about crying yeah I think it's because when you're with someone for seven years, even though technically it's a work relationship, I'm training her, she's paying me to make her work out. She's become a friend. Like we talk about life while we work out. She's also a very introverted person. And so I feel like she is, I feel extra um, special that she has allowed me to know her that yeah. well. And I've watched her kids grow up. They were in elementary school when I first started working with her. And now they're about to get their driver's license. Yeah. There's just this element of, similar to the feeling I had when I left college almost, like, I might not see you again for a long time, and, you know, I've been seeing you twice a week for seven years, um, and I really wanted her to also continue her her goals as far as staying healthy, and I worry about her too. She's very work-oriented, so she'll work really late hours, and she doesn't prioritize her health. She needs a person to make her work out. It's just that's... That's who she is. And I'm just worried that I'm leaving her and like abandoning her. And I don't want her to, to lose that. And, you know, she even said, Katie, you need to do what's best for your family. I'm a big girl. I have to figure this out. I have to make it a priority for myself. Like, don't feel bad. You know, she's telling me don't feel bad. And I can't help but feel a little bad. Um, and so, you know, and I think sometimes saying no isn't an easy feeling. It's not always clear, and for me, it really comes down to figuring out that question that you have to ask yourself: Is it serving? Is it serving the bigger purpose? Is it serving my my? I mean, my top priority is to make sure my family and my husband's happy. Yeah. And at the same time, I don't want my husband to tell me to not do something that I love, you know, and. I think he recognized I wasn't loving it. I wasn't loving leaving at that time. And it, if I'm not loving it and I'm not doing it for me and it, we don't need the money, then why are you doing it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? What kind of questions do you think people who are listening 
would be asking right now? I think they probably could relate in some way to saying yes for, for, to something that deep down you know you're not loving. It's not bringing you joy. It's not bringing you further towards a goal that you're having, or it's actually taking away from maybe what you want to be in life or who you want to be in life. And those are questions I think you really have to dial in because sometimes that first response for me is always wanting to say yes, either because I don't want to let someone down. I want to say yes to help you. I, I want to be there. I want to pull my weight too. Sometimes I feel like, especially with volunteer work, like here at the church, I would love to volunteer more. I would love to say yes, but in my heart, I know that I'd be stretched too thin. And so how do you say yes, and my heart wants to be like, I want to promote what serves me. This place serves me so much. It gives me so much love, and I want to also reciprocate it through showing actions, yet I feel like knowing where I'm at in life right now I have to realize there'll be a time when that is is something I could do. Right now is not it. And to be okay, nobody's judging me. Nobody here is saying she doesn't volunteer that much, you know. <laughs> don't. But in my mind, that's how I think about it. Like yes to me is in some ways, I don't want to be lazy. I don't want people to think I'm not I'm not you know, trying to give. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I'm following. There's a lot of emotions, I think, I didn't realize that I have in saying yes or saying no. You know, while you're talking, <laughs> while you were talking, I, I, I was um, just observing you and also having a, like a, a parallel download. And the download was, I'm not sure if this is true, so let me just take these jumbled thoughts and dump them out on the table and sort through them out loud, okay? Is it possible that it's easy for us to say no when people invite us to do something for ourselves? And we're inclined to say yes when people ask us to help them with something. For me, yes. I mean, for sure. Like, do you want to go with me to the movies? Do you want to go with me to a vacation? Do you want to go with me to, to, um, do you want to go with me to a bar? Do you want to go with me to a dinner party? And those, I, I've noticed a lot of folk have a typical no, 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 no. And um, can you help me? Can you help me uh, do a podcast? Can you help me um, mow my lawn? We're inclined to want to say yes to mm -hmm. those things. I don't know. I don't know. For those of you listening, I hope maybe you'll find a way to comment and let us know. Um, does that make any sense to you? Well, you're tar I think when you're mentioning it's you, if I don't want to do something and I say no, like to a movie, I feel like I'm just saying no to myself, so it doesn't make me feel that bad. But when I say no, if you're asking me, hey, Katie, can you help me move? I might be thinking, crap, I've got a lot to do of my own here. I don't have time, but you're my friend. You've helped me a lot. I don't want to say no to you, but, you know, I probably should say no. I don't have time for it. I don't, literally, I don't have time. <laughs> I got it. And that's you know? uh, Steve Jobs would have said no. Right. And this is kind of where I wonder if women tend to say yes more. I think women have a harder time with it because we are more of a nurturing tendencies. And and you don't, you want to help. And, and, and I think women might, I wonder if women also take no more personally. Like if you were to say no to me, would I be offended? Would I be like... What, what kind of friend are you? You don't want to help me? Or would I just say, you know, okay, you said no. 
You know, I was <laughs> I was involved in an organization that used um, they used a particular phraseology, which which still lives inside of me right now. <clears throat> when you have to leave somebody with a no, leave them satisfied with the no. And and they were referring particularly to business. So if you have to tell a customer or a client. Uh, if you tell a customer or a client no, do so in a way that they're satisfied with the no. Like, how do you do that? I don't know. Why don't you ask me a question? Let's play it out. Okay. Hey, I can't find a babysitter tomorrow night. Would you mind babysitting? It would really help me out. I love Tess, and I'm pretending that Mauricio and I are not able to. I would say, I love Tess, and if I had time, I would. I'm not able to. Can I help you find somebody? Ah, so you, you're still, I see what you mean. Okay, I like that. Now try it again, ask me again. The same question? Uh-huh. Or? The same question. Um, David, I'm having trouble finding a babysitter tomorrow. We really need one. You think you and Mauricio could help out and, and watch Tess and Noah for me? No. You jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I've, heard, um, I've heard Reverend Susan say, uh, yes and... I've noticed she doesn't tell me no. She says yes and. So yes, I can babysit and not really. Yes, I <laughs> yes, I can train. Yes, I can still train you and I'm only available at 12 noon on Wednesdays and Fridays. Okay. I see. See what I find I do is I lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, mm, you know what? I got something going on, and uh, I'm washing my hair. You know that you recorded that, right? Yeah. You, well, it's the truth. I oh, lied. Okay, I did good. it recently, but I don't want to say it out loud because the person might be watching. Or, but I did, and then I was like, why couldn't I just say no? Like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I'll bet you you're not the only one in the world. I know. But how it relates to spirituality, I was wondering if this has a spirituality element to it, right? And for me... The spirituality element is that core question that you have to ask yourself. And that core question is really finding your purpose and figuring out what your principles are. And that's the barometer that you use if you're unsure. If you're unsure which direction to go, you really have to ask yourself, bouncing off of that question, does it serve my, my purpose that I've, I've set out to be? Does it, does it serve it? And if it doesn't, you know, that's for me where it became clear. That's for me where it became clear that I needed to give up this client. You know, if I didn't ask that question, is it is it actually taking away from my family life, which is one of my top priorities? Yes, it is. Got it. Right? And so in that sense, I think you could use that if, if you're thinking about those principles and, and what your alignment is on a spiritual basis. If you're saying, you know, you want to be standing for love and peace and you're doing something that's maybe not going to take you away from having peace inside your heart, then you say no, you know? You know, um, one of my primary drivers, one of the things, one of the top, highest, most important things for me are people and relationships. So almost anything to which I'm invited, I'm inclined to say yes, and Mauricio too, because um, no matter what we do, we're going to be around people. So that that almost always gets us to say yes. More often than not, it's the time economy. Do I do I have time? 
So um, the things that are really important to us, let's say, would include uh, sleeping time. So often our decisions are based on when can we get to bed so we can sleep nine hours because that's a non-negotiable. Right. Uh, so it is when you start to think of time as energy, the no becomes a source of saving energy, right? Sure. And in, in that way, you can look at it a lot of things like that. And, and I think it's important to see it as, as a liberating force rather than a rejection force. So um, James Clear in that, in that blog post, he is describing that um, no is an asset and yes is an expense. Hmm. Could you elaborate on that? Yeah. So um, if let's say let's say I've got uh, let's say every no is fifteen minutes. So somebody says, "Can you come? Can you come help me uh, with my with with Tess? And I need you for an hour. Um, let's say each fifteen minutes is worth a point. Sure, that's going to cost me four points today. Um, if I don't come help you, I still got those four points somehow available for me, even if it meant sitting around eating Cheetos or watching Netflix. Where am I spending those 15 minutes and those four, um, the thing called an hour, four 15-minute points? So if I'm not spending them um, training a client or uh, if I'm not spending them, let's say, uh, picking up laundry or, or what else do we, uh, if I'm not spending them going to a bar mitzvah, then I still have them to use for reading or for sleeping in. So those are assets, the no's? A no, is an, a no is an asset and a yes is an expense. Because okay. once you say yes, you now are, you've signed the contract. As an expense for time. Yes, time. But that time might be valuable if you are growing or learning. Exactly. Or having a good time or feeling the joy of people. Exactly. Gotcha. And then those no's can just sit there and rot because they were never spent. But the problem is if you say no and instead you sit and you eat junk food and get lonelier on your couch, then 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 the asset turns into exactly. now you're now, now you're saying now we're back to what I <laughs> what I was talking about so many years ago and that was my year of saying yes. Right. I said yes because I was you literally just described me, but you did so in a very in a, in a nicer way. <laughs> So was there ever a time in that year of saying yes, where you said yes to everything, even the things you initially gut feeling said, I don't want to do? Was there anything you wished after you said yes that you didn't do? Not one thing. Not one thing. Not one thing. See, that's that's interesting to me. It makes you not want to devalue yes in any way. But However, you know. I was a single man mostly, so I didn't have the duty of being a mother. I didn't have the duty of being a spouse. And I think when you sign up, and this is my story, if, if you sign up to be a spouse and a parent, then your priorities alter automatically. So, so I, if my spouse says, I, I need you with me now, um, then that's where I'm going to be. And I'm, but I promised Susie that I would take her to a cupcake factory. Um, sorry, Susie, I'm not available. I have to alter my plans. And if I start resenting it, then then what's really going on probably is something in my relationship. Mm -hmm. But I find being able to bring joy to my relationship 
you know, making a contribution to my relationship, that brings me a lot of joy. I don't find it to be a burden. Right. Now, I know some people listening will, will have the experience like, no, I don't want to do that. I feel like I'm enslaved or like I'm not a choice. But that's not the way I've set up my life. So my, what I'm saying may not apply to you. Is that making sense? Yeah, I think so. Some people might say the fact that they don't get to go with Susie to the cupcakes, you're now taking away, you're, you're, you're dictating my life. Yeah, my marriage is a prison. Well, that's, if I haven't said it before, let me say it again. <laughs> Choose wisely. Right. Choose wisely the person with whom you, you marry or relate. Choose wisely. And then whomever you've chosen, treat them kindly so that they, that they, they really are glad that they chose you. Yeah. It's it's a beautiful arrangement. It's so simple. It is, and I felt, I mean, John said he felt like third place, which broke my heart. I said, I don't, I'm not, I don't want that, you know? I don't, that's not where I want you to feel. And so. So what you I, did, you said no to the client, but you said yes to your husband. Yes. And that was something I wrote down too, is thanks for reminding me. Oftentimes no is yes in disguise. So you're saying no to something, but in a way you're saying yes to what you're really valuing. So it's another way, I guess, of coming back to the idea of bouncing it off that question that you have solidly in your heart of where your values are. So yeah. like you said, even though I said no, I'm also saying yes to what I think is the most important thing, which is my husband, which is my family. So it's, it's not... Uh, not just a blanket, no. But I was also looking online, and I found this YouTube clip about, about no. And her, her name was Dr. Karen. She's a professor. I forget where. But she had a list of 10 things. And I wanted to just read them because I liked them. Tell me. Because, you know, we love lists. I love lists. So she has a list of just how to say no. And number one is, I have more choices, including no. Meaning, sometimes you think you don't have no as an option, and it's always an option. Yeah. It's always an option. I will be truthful and authentic. And she says, telling the truth is often a form of saying no, but when, you're, when you really mean it, when you're really being truthful, you really are saying yes to what you want. And that's to your point. I was saying yes to my husband. I was saying yes to my family through saying no. Three, I will ask directly for what I need. And that's something I struggle with too is, is being assertive enough to, to not pussyfoot around it, right? Like, I, I need this. I ask, want this. Ask for what you want. Yes. And, and I don't need to put, I don't want to be a bother or I'm sorry to interrupt or, you know, I know this is, is like, you know, I have this way of like tiptoeing around it because I don't want to offend anyone or I don't want to come off bitchy. And I think that doesn't, being assertive and direct doesn't mean I have to come off bitchy. I can still be nice about it, you know. I don't have to swear at you and tell you what to do. I just can be very direct in what I want. I, I'm surrounded by people who have no problem asking for what they want. And there's a couple, there's a coupler that goes with that. Ask for what you want and take what you get. Mm. That leaves you powerful. Mm -hmm. Asking for what you want gives you an opportunity to say, I'd rather go to the Chinese restaurant. And if the whole group says, well, we're going to Mexican, is that okay? Then sure. Yeah, don't but, don't be sad now that you didn't get your way. Or bitch and like, moan and complain the whole time. That's not yeah, powerful. That's not powerful. 
I like that. Good point. Number four, I will live without resentment. So that might go along with what you just said. Um, I like this so much. She said, saying no allows you to live with freedom, not a sense of being burdened by an obligation. And I have felt that before where I've said yes to too much and I honestly feel weighted down by this obligation. Instead of feeling happy and free that I get to do something, I feel like, oh, why? Why did I say yes to this? You know? Yeah. So I, I liked how she said that. Uh, number five, I will honor my need for rest. And I think that goes to the point you made earlier about um, time that is not constructed. How did you say it? Uh, un unconstructed time. Or, I'm not saying it right. Um, yeah, I, I, unrestricted time. I like just wandering. Like, um, what do we call that as a kid? Yeah, keep going. Play. Uh, it'll come. To, yeah. Oh, play. 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 Imagination. What you do with your idle time is often produces some of the most glorious creative findings, right? So, um, the need to rest, and even if your rest is a nap, to honor that, you know, it's okay. We don't need to be go 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 go. Say no, and it's okay to say no if really the reason is you want to take a nap. That's fine. Number six, I will not apologize for saying no. This is another thing I do all the time is I apologize for saying no. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I don't want to do that. Or I'm, I'm sorry. Why am I saying sorry? Like, why? <laughs> no? Do you? I know. Okay. Number seven. Have you experienced Mauricio telling you no? Yeah. He does it. I should take notes on him. Yeah, he says no, but he'll he'll reschedule something else. So if you'll say, hey, could you guys want to go for barbecue tonight? He'll go, I'm not able to. How about Tuesday? Right. He, and that's, that goes back to what you said about saying no in a way that... Leave him satisfied with leaves the Leaves no. him satisfied. I guess I'm starting to see what you mean by that. Um, I will not compromise what my... What this? This is number seven. Seven. I will not compromise my integrity to please others. So sometimes we might say yes to please somebody else, but it's not in alignment with your values. Like telling your husband yes. You had to tell your client no. Yes. To not compromise the value of your relationship. Yes. Got it. Number eight, I will not say yes in ways that undermine my own power. Number nine, I will take time if I feel ambivalent. And I really like number nine. So. You don't need to say yes or no right away. If you're not sure, say, hey, you know what? I'm going to sleep on it and I'll get back to you in, in 24 hours. Okay. That's a completely acceptable answer. For some answer. people. For some people, that's their way of not, not saying, saying no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. If you're actually not going to get back to the person, then that's not okay. But if you really are not, if you're feeling like pressure, um, for example, I was feeling pressure to say yes to go to Paris with Kat. Yeah. <laughs> And I saw that. I, I'm not sure. I just John has a way of just you know you've seen it or there. He did it for me on the AIDS ride, which yeah. actually is one of those things. I'm glad I said yes on. I'm glad I was pushed into that. You were in the bathroom. He said yes yeah, for you. He just said yes. So anyway, I think I want to go. I just there's a lot of things in my mind about going, and it's like I'm doing one trip a year, and I just want to make sure I'm called to it. I want to think about it a little bit. I don't want it just to be like rah. <laughs> so anyway. And that thing, that's where I'm feeling like ambivalent. I don't need to rush. I can I can take a few weeks to think about it, you know? Number 10, I will say yes only when I really mean it. Because when you really mean it, you can then honor it with intention and motivation. 
So when you really want to say yes, if you're all in on yes, then it doesn't become that feeling of an obligation that's a burden, right? It becomes something you're joyful about. It becomes something you're motivated to do, like this podcast. This I could do other stuff for this hour, you know, but I want to do this because I'm, I'm stoked about it. I love talking to you. I love thinking about things. Me too. So for me, this is something that's fueling me. It's making me happier. It's, it's making my spirit sore. It's not, it doesn't feel like a weight at all. And if it ever becomes a weight, I might take a break and I'd have to have an honest conversation with you. We'll see how that turns out. And I'll say, look, <laughs> no, just kidding. But that, that rang true. I mean, if you, if you really say yes to only those things that serve you, you'll say yes in a way that's meaningful, right? That's like, you're saying yes, and you're going to go for it. It's not just this disgruntled yes, yes, I'll do that, and grunt the whole time. <laughs> so those are her 10 things, and I, I thought they were pretty good. I love it. And I don't know if that's... I'm looking at the time. What do you think? Yeah. Time to begin to wrap up. There's one thing I wanted to, to mention while we're on this. Um, uh, early early on in, in spiritual exploration for me, uh, early on as a student, um, I... I remember consciously being asked to consider if I think I'm a savior to people. Do I say yes because um, they are incapable without me? Like, am I trying to save people? Hmm. If I don't do this, it won't happen for them. Um, and the, the problem with being a savior is what the world does to saviors. I'm confused. Do you know what the world does to saviors? Well, I think they make, they crucify they crucify them. them. They crucify yes. them. If I if I perceive myself um, as saving somebody, because if if I if I say no to them, they're no longer going to work out. If I say no to them, they're not going to stay on their diet. If I say mm. no to them, their world's going to fall apart. I I might be viewing myself as a as a rescuer or a savior. So, I mean, this is deep spirituality. Yes. Me. So but your answer to that question was no. I don't want to be viewed as a savior. No, I have to be. I have to be conscious and on purpose not to be. Right. And sometimes I will say yes just because I love to be helpful. And if I'm saying yes or behaving in a yes because I think the person is not capable, I'm actually damaging the other person. I'm seeing them as obsolete, insufficient, not enough, without resources. So what is your role? If it's not to save, is it to open doors for them to walk through? Me, to be in relationship and to be a presence of transformation and possibility. A presence of transformation and possibility. I like that. That's how it is for now. Yeah. Yeah. So no savior, David, anytime. Well, it doesn't, and it's never worked out for me. Yeah, I think I was opposed to your your answer to that because I was thinking of Jesus and I was thinking... If Jesus would have thought about that in that context, he would never have been Jesus because his own desire not to be crucified would have trumped his his calling to be a savior, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at this metaphorically, not, not literally. Yeah, yeah. So I need to look at it metaphorically. But I love what you said about transformation and possibility, and I, I think you do that. You too, by the way. Wow. I don't know about that. 
Yeah, I, you do. Oh, you thank you. Do. All right, should we sign off? Signing off. What's, Signing uh, off. what's alive in you today? Oh. We were going to end that way. I uh, forgot last time. What's alive in me right now is gratitude for my time with you. Oh, I like that. What's alive in you right now? Well, that's alive in me. Um, and what's alive in me is the power to say no. It's a new liberating feeling that I'm discovering and I'm going to work on it. Cool. So there you go. Let us know what you think, friends. Post on the Spiritual Involution Facebook page or Instagram, whichever you feel better leaving comments on. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.